What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We are in the building. It is Take Your Pick'em. It is Tuesday, July 25th, 2023, and I am elated to come on and hang out with all of you beautiful people. Boom shakalaka. Salute, my man. Always comes in to support. Thanks so much for joining in. You can find my man, Boom, in the prop shop. Uh, providing cards as well, providing squares plays as well. And once again, man, just thank, thank you guys so much for coming along for the ride. Uh, incredibly grateful uh, to be able to do this show day in and day out during the weekdays at 1030. So uh, we're going to go ahead and hop right in. Um, it, it, it's winning words of wisdom time. And uh, I, I, I found one. This was coming from uh, SGA. Jeff, good morning, my man. What is going on? Good to see you in the building. Uh, Jeff Jeff swinging by the support. Thanks so much, my brother. Uh, SGA, Shai Gilgis Alexander. And this is a very simple quote. And I, I try to pull from the old, pull from the young, pull from the middle age. I'm not going to discriminate when I come across uh, something that, that I think speaks to me. And this is very simple. He said, I've noticed that throughout my experience, when you keep positive energy, positive things happen. And, uh, you know, I, I'm all about that, man. Like, just just making sure that you you be the proponent that supplies uh, that positivity is just, you know, so it's so interesting, man, when, when you have negative people around you or negative people in your space, uh, they can just really bring you down. It, it, it can just really bring you down. But uh, when there's positivity going, especially in a team culture and a team environment, um, you know, I've, I've read some or not read, but listened to some podcasts. I've listened to some interviews uh, about the Los Angeles Clippers back in the day when it was Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, uh, DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Reddick, uh, Jamal Crawford. It felt like the Clippers had enough to get to a championship, but they just had too much negative energy on that team. In the locker room, in the organization, it was just too much negativity going on. And I think that's just a great uh, example of how negativity can really hold you back. Good morning, Alex Santi. He's in the building. He said, my fantasy scores bring me down. That's a tilt, Alex. Uh, we're going to call that a tilt.
All right, folks, I am back. Boom. <laughs> Boom says stop using the McDonald's parking lot Wi-Fi. Boom. Listen, I, I am. I, I think me and the, the missus, I All think right, folks, I, uh, I think we're going to switch uh, companies because this happens way too much. I could be in the middle of watching the show. And guess what? That's something negative trying to bring us down. But they're not going to stop this positivity train. They're not going to stop the profit train. We're going to keep this thing rolling. So uh, let's go over our recap. And this is from yesterday. Yesterday, we got a sweep, folks. And I'm so excited about that. So we are 23, 13, and 1 on the month. Yesterday was more so centered around underdog. Uh, but you could still get some of these plays in other spots. Uh, like we had Quinn Priester, we wanted more than two and a half earned runs allowed. That was on both sites that clear. Barrios was more on, uh, was was mainly an underdog place. He's a little bit more there. Barrios at 30 and a half fantasy points. We wanted less than that projection. We got there. Castillo at 35 and a half fantasy points. We wanted more than that projection. And we were able to get that one. And so that was a sweep on yesterday. If you were in the prop shop, I posted everything that I played. Uh, it was a good day on underdog to say the least. So hopefully we can replicate that again. To so we're going to hop right in. Uh, first thing here on underdog today, we're going with George Kirby. He's at 30 and a half fantasy points. Uh, we're going to, it's not as, it's not as much of an arbitrage opportunity as it was yesterday. I think on prize picks, he's at 31 and a half. Um, but but even still, I, I like this spot for him at 30 and a half fantasy points. This is uh, for George Kirby. He's a guy that typically doesn't get blown up, uh, typically doesn't walk a lot of guys. And so he's not going to give you, he's not going to hand away opportunities for you to beat him up in terms of run score. So uh, once again, George Kirby is not a high strikeout pitcher, okay? He's not a high strikeout pitcher, but we do understand he's facing the Minnesota Twins, and so there will be some opportunities for strikeouts. He has just seen this team recently last week. We understand that he came in and kind of dominated this team. I'm not expecting him to come out and get nine strikeouts, but I am expecting him to pitch well. Once again, look at this, folks. In terms of the walk, 2.3% on the season, 3.6% to lefties, 1.2% to righties. Last 30 days, 4%, 6.7% to lefties, 1.6% to righties. He just doesn't walk a lot of bats. Now, the strikeout rate leaves a little bit to be desired. I definitely wish uh, he was more in the 25% overall, but that's okay. 22% overall in the past 30 days, 25% to lefties, 20% to righties, 21% in the season, 20%. To lefties, twenty three percent to righties. Uh, the the other thing too is, once again, we talked about it. I really don't have to sell us on the Minnesota Twins. I do know that I do understand that they're going to have some games where they explode. I do think long term attacking the Twins, you're going to come out ahead. Carlos Correa with a twenty five percent K rate. Julian thirty one. In the middle here, we do have Kriloff at twenty two, Kepler at twenty one. Walner at 21, but then as we get to the bottom, Castro, 27, Larnick, 32, Jeffers, 28, Joey Gallo in the ninth spot at 41%. The thing that you have to worry about this team is they do have power. When you look at this lineup, the ISO numbers look good. If they make contact, and if they make good contact, it's probably going to head out of the stadium or out of the ballpark. However, they also strike out so much that I think we've got a, a good shot here with Kirby. Once again, I like Kirby because he does limit – the runs, he typically doesn't get blown up. Every pitcher is going to get blown up every once in a while. But Kirby is not a guy that typically gets blown up. L leaves a little bit to be desired in the strikeout department. But I think facing the Twins increases the ability to pick up a few extra strikeouts. And he's not going to be walking back. So at 30 and a half fantasy points, 
Uh, I I like Kirby here. Once again, he's 31 and a half on prize picks. I'd be hammering, not hammering, I'd be getting in on underdog currently uh, until uh, until that, that uh, particular projection comes up. All right, we're moving right along. Moving on to the next play. Some of the things that I targeted this morning have bumped. Uh, so I won't I won't talk about those, but I'm going to talk about the things that haven't bumped, and that's going to be uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Eduardo Rodriguez. So we've seen Eduardo Rodriguez really pitch well coming back from injury here recently, and so on the season we see Erod with the 26% K rate, 28% to lefties, 26% to righties over the past 30 days. That's come up 32%, 33% to lefties, 31% to righties, and he's facing the Los Angeles Angels. Erod is at home. I really like this spot for Erod. Now, look, this whole team isn't going to be striking out a ton, okay? But we've got Neto at 23, Otani at 28, Maniac at 34, Renfro at 24, uh, Rengifo's at 19. I do think there are strikeouts to be had here, and I think Erod has been pitching well enough uh, that he can pick up the strikeouts for us. We do have some push potential with this one. I, I do understand that. But, but I think he's been pitching so well. I think the strikeouts have been there. When we look at what Erod is throwing, you're going to notice that he is going to be a fastball guy, then cutter, then change up this slider. And so when we look at how these teams, uh, all teams are going to hit the fastball fairly well. Uh, then he gets to this cutter, right, which, which is going to induce ground balls. We see the strikeouts pick up. Watch when we go to the change up here. So when we go to the change up, we see that a lot of guys, the off-speed, and, and this team in terms of its limited plate appearances, but when we look at the off-speed, we typically see teams pick up in the strikeout rates because it's uh, he's got them a little bit off kilter there. So really like this from Erod. And then also, obviously, if you go to the slider, which he's throwing about 13% of the time, typically most teams aren't going to hit sliders incredibly well overall. You will have some teams that are anomalies, but when he's got the pitch mix going, I think Erod has enough pitches in his arsenal uh, to get to keep this team off kilter, and I think that's what's going to help him pick up the strikeouts today. So really like Erod, uh, definitely at six strikeouts, I want – more than that projection. This is the guy has been pitching well for the season. And over the past month, he's definitely uh, been pitching well. Now, I will say this. You know, I don't like to to uh, overvalue things. What I will do is say that when you look at who Erod has faced, because sometimes that plays a factor. He's faced Kansas City. He's faced Seattle. He's faced Oakland. He's faced the White Sox. He's faced Kansas City. So that's definitely contributing to the K rate over the past month, but even on the season, as you can see, if you, if you take away the past 30 days, you still see 26% K rate, 28% to lefties, 26% to righties. He's still been pitching well, right? So I, I, I don't like to, I, I do not try to cut through the noise and don't just say, oh, past 30 days, let's look at it. And obviously, as you can see, he's had some good opportunities, some good matchups, but I also think this is a good matchup as well. All right, folks, we're moving to our last play of the day, and then we will get you folks out of here. Hey, that's going to be Mr. France, Tyler France. We're going out to Houston. Listen, folks, Texas has been in fuego. And when we look at, uh, I said Tyler France, JP France, excuse me, 17% K rate on the season, 20% to lefties, 14% to righties. Past 30 days, 13%, 18% to lefties, 8% to righties. And so when we go over the past 30 days from him and you kind of look at the matchups, what are you going to see in terms of the matchup? Well, he's faced Oakland, which is, a fairly high strikeout team. He's faced the Angels. He's faced Colorado, which is a high strikeout team. He's faced St. Louis. He's faced the Dodgers. And we've had a mixed bag. Texas is a good team, folks. They've been hitting the ball well. This does not mean that France is, is going to go out here 
uh, and, and not have an okay day. But I'm hoping at five strikeouts that we continue to hammer this under. Uh, and I think it's going to be advantageous for us. One of the things about Fred that you're going to look at when you see what he's throwing, mostly fastball, mostly cutter, but he's not missing many bats. And so when he's not missing bats, uh, that gets me very, very excited. Hard hit percentage is up a little bit, right, on the season. Uh, we look at the past 30 days and we see uh, the ISO numbers, not really a lot of ISO numbers, but Woba, 275 Woba overall, 302 to lefties, 247 to righties. I mean, you know, guys are going to be able to get on base. And so I, I, I really like this particular opportunity for us here. Swingy strike rate, look at this, 5.4% to righties, 10.6% to lefties, 8.4% overall. So really not, not getting a lot of swings and misses as well. So I definitely think this is a good opportunity for us to attack. Tyler France is someone we've been taking unders on or less than the projection on pretty much all season against good teams. I don't think we're going to stop that today against the Texas Rangers, who aren't really striking out a ton outside of Garcia Jung and uh, Ezekiel Duran. But overall, 21% K rate as a team. This team has a lot of power. Only two guys uh, uh, under 150 ISO here. So I definitely think this is a good opportunity for us. And uh, I, I think hopefully we can get the win here. I will be posting my cards in the prop shop. So, folks, we're going to go over our recap, and we will get you out of here. Thanks so much for hanging in there with us, and hopefully uh, we can continue to thrive today. So let's go in reverse. We just talked about J.P. France. We've got J.P. France at five strikeouts. We want less than that projection. We've got Erod and Water Rodriguez at six strikeouts. We want more than that projection. And then we've got Mr. Kirby out there in Minnesota at a 30-and-a-half fantasy point projection. We want more than that projection. More for Kirby, 30 and a half fantasy points. More for Erod at six strikeouts. Less for JP France at 15 strikeouts. Folks, I'm Chief. This has been Take Your Pick'em. Thanks so much for joining me. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep. Yeah, I don't mind Kirby at 31 and a half as well, Boom Shakalaka. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. And we will see you tomorrow.